This is Mavericks All Access with Omaha Athletics, hosted by Anna Bellinghausen. Welcome to Mavericks All Access. I'm Anna Bellinghausen, along with Coach Crutchfield today. Coach, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Happy New Year as well. Happy New Year to you. Well, we'll dive right in. Conference has started up a little bit, mm-hmm. one and two on the season so far there, and then you had a long non-conference slate, a lot of road games, yeah. a lot of tough tests, of course. Yeah. How do you sum up the beginning of the season so far? Well, I mean, we break it down to three different seasons, really, non-conference, and those are games that are trying to get us ready for conference play, um, some Power 5 games, some some like opponent type games, um, one tournament in Florida, and but all those games are to build up. Uh, confidence, build up, uh, our understanding of how to get prepared for a scouting report and to get us into conference play. So the second half of our season is conference play, which is we're in right now. we played three games to this point. And then the third half of our season is considered postseason play. So they're all build-up segments to get you to the point where you're ready to perform at your max. Mm-hmm. And then those three conference games – what have you liked out of your team and what do you want to see improved just of how they've tested, battle tested in those three conference games? Obviously a tough one with Oral Roberts too. Yeah, I think Denver was a game that um, we had to fight through some adversity. So we're down a little bit. And, you know, it's a one possession game with, with five minutes to play. And we was able to make some shots and hold on and end up you know, spreading the lead out you know, the 14 or 15, but but it showed our, our ability to to stay in there through some adversity, to make some big shots when you needed to make big shots, and uh, to hold on to the lead at the end and make some free throws. So we needed to do that and needed a game like that. Then Oral Roberts was a game that, that we knew that they were one of the best teams in our league, and the, our guys did come and, and they rose to the occasion uh, to play a really, really good team and a team that shot the lights out that night and made 16 threes and we was able to be in the game at the end. Normally in games like that, if you make 16 threes, you're probably going to get blown out. And I thought I thought we played good enough to win the game and I was happy for our guys. But I also told them, guys, there's no more victory than playing a good team close. You know, we wanted to win that game. Mm-hmm. But – the positive out of that was they showed good signs of being able to compete with the best team in our league. Yeah, you talk really highly about that Oral Roberts game post game, and just in the press conference talking about, hey, this might be a little bit of a confidence booster for not only you but the team and seeing that, hey, we can compete in the mm-hmm. Summit League and we can yeah. be right there with these really great teams. I mean, Oral Roberts is high up in those net rankings as right. well. They've beaten right. some um, really impressive teams. How do you – harness that confidence with the team and show them, hey, we belong right up in the top ranks in our league? Well, unfortunately, you can talk about it and you can explain it. And they know. They know. They played really, really good enough to win that game. Now you come back, you know, to a UMKC team. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, with a young team, they think that, okay, we played Oral Roberts close, so UMKC is not as good as Oral Roberts. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking as a young team. So they don't come quite focused and quite – understanding what they have to do that particular night. So it was a game where I think our guys wasn't as focused as they were against Oral Roberts, and mm-hmm. you could tell the energy wasn't the same, and they expected a different outcome, and they got a different right. outcome. So so we got to learn how to prepare for each opponent uh, like we did for Oral Roberts. And this is a young team with lots of growing and growth yeah. in front of them. What do you think you've learned most about the squad you have in front of you? Well, we, we got some guys that are fighters. 
We got some fighters, and uh, our skills our skills are, are good enough to compete in this league. Um, we need to get more of our interior guys and our post players. But uh, I like our team. I like uh, our competitiveness. I like uh, our toughness. Uh, we just got to continue to grow from a mental and emotional standpoint on uh, when the game is not a smooth playing game. How do we battle through and just – just fight through one of those tough games where it's just a grinder. Right. Markel Sutton and Frankie Fiddler have done great mm-hmm. for this team, averaging just above 12 points per game. What kind of duo have they been for you guys? They've been really good. Those, those, they've been our one-two punch, and they've been really consistent all year. Uh, Markel is starting to grow into his own. I think Frankie started off a little slower than everybody expected just because people was guarding him. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the focal point of – of everybody's scouting report. And now it took him a while to understand that and how to navigate through that. Now, I think he understands it now. He's more prepared. How do you develop a player like Frankie Fiddler? I know you want him at point, <laughs> at some points as well, mm-hmm. um, get him in that role. How do you develop him and his potential? Well, we watch a lot of film. I mean, we watched film yesterday for a long time, just talked about shot selection and, and, and his decision-making process in uh, – some of the shots, some of the passes. I mean, he's a really, really good, complete basketball player now. We're trying to figure out, okay, how do we max this out, Frankie? How do we get you to six or six every night? How do mm-hmm. we get you to be more efficient with your shooting, whether it be threes or mid-range, and, and kind of really evaluating what the defense is really, really doing and not having your mind made up before before you evaluate what the defense is doing. Another important part of this team is the bench as well. When you look at the box score, it's not necessarily always one or two guys standing out every single night. It's usually pretty balanced. Is that something you try to build this team around? No doubt. You have to have a good bench. You have to have one or two guys that you can bring off uh, the bench that can give you some production, whether it be scoring or rebounding, even defense. So we've been able to kind of mature and grow our bench a little bit with Luke Jungers coming off, uh, Cal Cal. Cal Luke is healthy now, so he's starting to give us some good minutes. Uh, Jay Sean Glover, the freshman from Minnesota, has grown up a lot, so he, he's getting more minutes. A call rope who who hasn't had a healthy year yet, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So we're starting to get him back in there again because he's kind of finally getting healthy. So, you know, we got three to four guys we can bring off, and uh, I like that because we're going to play probably eight or nine guys. Luke Jungers was a guy I had highlighted. I know he went down a little bit with injury that last game. I'm sure yeah. you're hoping to have him back. Um, what's made him just be able to shine from that three-point line, and what have you liked out of him? Well, I think, one, he's he's a worker, and he's a really skilled shooter, and he spends a lot of time in the gym, and he loves ball, and he's one of those guys that, that he has some moxie about him, mm-hmm. some swag about him that he knows that, you know, this, this is what I do. I shoot the basketball, and – He's not afraid to shoot it, and uh, he's a confident player. So, And he has poise for a freshman, un- which is kind of unheard of for a guy to be a freshman. Mm-hmm. And he plays with so much poise during the game. And he just got to learn defensively how to navigate through the game defensively. And, uh, of course, he'll get bigger and he'll get stronger throughout the year. So I'm really, really happy with his production to this point. Well, it's your first year, and you're through the non-conference slate as a head coach at your alma mater, UNO. Mm-hmm. What's this process been like for you? What have you learned? Well, it's been fun. It's been really, really fun. Um, I've learned uh, a lot about the city, of course, a lot about this school. This university has changed a lot from, mm-hmm. from the time I was here to now. Uh, but there's so much potential. There's so much potential to build a really, really good basketball program. So I'm excited about that. I mean, we got great administration who understands 
what we're trying to do. Are we from our chancellor are we to our athletic director and, and all of our support staff and the people here at Baxter have been great. So it's been fun, and I'm excited, man. We're building some, something, and it's, we're going to get there eventually, I know. Uh, but everybody around has been great. The community has been great. The city has been unbelievable, and we just got to continue to grow it. Speaking of the community, stats came out, and in the Summit League, Omaha ranks second in the Summit for attendance at home games for men's basketball. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, seeing that community support, believing what you're building here at Omaha? That's big, and I talked about that in, our, in my press conference here when I got here the first day, and it, I, I know how important that is to build a really, really good mid-major program. You have to give the kids a home court atmosphere. You have to give them a home court advantage, and I feel like – Omaha's a sports town, mm-hmm. and and they love sports, and to this point, they they came out to support us, and I think it's going to continue to get better and better as we go. What do you think motivates this team most? You know, they're young, so, you know, they're motivated by some different things. Like, like most teams, older teams, are just motivated by just competition against someone else. Every now and then we'll we'll poke them and, and tell them something. And they'll get they'll get they'll get fired up over something like that. So that's what happened with a young basketball team. So we got to keep poking them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've seen the swagger on the team. I've heard Frankie Fiddler talk about <laughs> his confidence and everything like that. Um, how would you describe the identity of the team of guys you have? It's kind of weird because always we talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talk about our guys like, who are you? Like, right. like when people see you, what do you want them to say? And we go around the room and ask, and there's, of course, there's various different answers. But but I think we want to be a team that that sound, the solid that people see that 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 we're work, working hard together, we're giving max effort. Uh, we also want people to know that we're, we're they're having fun playing together, and play with a smile on your face and enjoy what you're doing. And uh, I think to this point, it's been that. For sure. I mean, you've seen it on the court and just the smiles on the faces and the attendance has to help mm-hmm. think back to that Midland game and all yeah. those kids there as well. <laughs> what was that experience like uh, seeing so many faces at Baxter? It was fun. It was fun. And it's a big boost, you know, to our numbers, of course. But mm-hmm. but I think our guys really enjoyed the noise and yep. just having that many people in the building. Then I think it helps us. I mean, it motivates you a little bit more to play harder, to play together. I mean, you you kind of make shots. Mm-hmm. You know, you got 100, over hundred points, right? You, put got on lot, the show. you got a lot of confidence when you when you have those people. So I'm, I'm asking our administration now: Can we do this three or four times a game <laughs> <laughs> a year? I mean, can we do it three or four times a year? So so it was fun. It was yeah. fun. Hopefully, we can continue to do that every every single game. Just a different school, just coming no doubt, through. no doubt. I mean, why not spread the game too? <laughs> Get some young Omaha fans yeah, in and no, out I of think Baxter. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> Well, for fans at home, what kind of program do you hope to build at your time here, Coach? Well, that's a twenty-part question. Right. So, so first of all, we we want a program that that Omaha can recognize with, mm-hmm. like hard work, a blue-collar program that that works hard every single night, uh, a program that 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 wins. We want to play a fast pace. We we want to be a team that can defend. We want to be a team that can score. We want to be a great rebounding team. We want to be a complete basketball team. We got to continue to add pieces, as you know, uh, to our personnel. But but I think uh, we're pushing the envelope to to do that. Um, and we just got to continue to get better. Continue to get better. And we want to be a holistic program. We want, we just don't want to be about basketball. We want to be about developing young people. We want to make sure they're prepared when they leave our university to to represent. Uh, 
us represent our university, represent this city. Uh, when they do walk across the stage with a degree, we want to make sure uh, they're they're equipped to go be productive citizens. So, well, plenty of chances to do that down the road. I mean, the new year has just started for yeah. these guys. Twenty twenty three is here. You guys head to Macomb, Illinois, to face Western Illinois on January fifth, and then down to Minnesota to St. Thomas just a couple days later. What do you think will be the most important thing during that road stretch? I think being able to fight through adversity on the road, and it's going to be runs, whether it be us or them, and uh, our youth and our, our ability to fight through adversity on the road is a little bit different than being at home, of course. But uh, we have to grow up a lot. Um, our mental and emotional maturity has to come out on this road trip, and hopefully we can go steal one on the road. We mentioned it. It's a new year. So what are the New Year's resolutions for you and your team? You know what? We hadn't talked about that. It's funny because you know, normally I do it myself, but <laughs> we hadn't talked about it yesterday. I never brought it up in the meeting yesterday. So maybe we'll bring it up today before okay. practice to talk about a New Year's resolution. All right. Well, you got to let team. me know. You got to let me know what they decide. I, I will. I'll shoot your text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much for thank joining. Thank you for good having luck. me. Thank you. Um, up in Macomb, Illinois. As always, thank you for your time and good luck. Thank you very much. <laughs>